Hey, good morning. want to welcome you uh, with us online. Boy, I wish we could be here together, but uh, this is just awesome that at least we can gather in this format and in this way and worship on Resurrection Sunday. You know, I have to say that I kind of have this desire in me to resist saying Easter. I want to say resurrection, man. This is Resurrection Sunday. We're celebrating Jesus being risen from the dead, Lord over death and sin and and the grave. And we've come together to worship Jesus. And so I want to welcome you. Uh, and it's great to have you join us. And I want to just give that classic, you know, Ron led you in this, but can we do it again? Uh, would you do that with me? He is risen. And it, Amen. Hey, let's do it one more time. He is risen. So awesome to have you uh, with us this morning. And so I want to welcome you wherever you, wherever you are, wherever you're uh, from, welcome. And it's great to have you join us uh, at ctkgibsons.com. And boy, we've had a, a full morning already. We were at Gospel Rock this morning. We did a live stream um, from a location like uh, where there's no internet and anything and, and pulled this whole thing off. Our team has just been fantastic. I'm so grateful for those who are serving our church and seeking to serve you and just um, offer these options so that we can gather together online. And so it's been so sweet already. And if you haven't checked it out, like I would encourage you, go to the church Facebook page. You got you got to see the uh, the footage from our sunrise service this morning. It was beautiful. The sunrise was gorgeous. It was blue sky. We had drone footage. The guys led us in incredible worship, and it was just a, a sweet time already today, and so uh, do check it out, and so welcome. Hey, I had just a, just a couple of announcements um, for our regulars. Look, we're going to still have prayer tonight at 7 o'clock, okay, and so this afternoon, an email is going to go out to the church, and then you can click in and join us online on Zoom. We're going to meet at 7 o'clock. We're going to keep it quick tonight because it, it is Resurrection Sunday, and I know you're spending time with your families and stuff, but we still want to gather and pray and pray for our world and pray for this community, okay? And so if you're not on the CTK email list, you can send an email to info, I-N-F-O, at ctkgibsons.com. And this afternoon when we fire out the email to invite you to join us for prayer, we'll make sure that you're included in that. And we're going to pray tonight at 7 o'clock, okay? And so other than that, man, I'll let you check out the, the uh, church website for all the info that's going on. And I'm just glad that you're here with us and uh, just want to welcome you. And so as we uh, get into God's word this morning, uh, let's do this. Can we just bow our heads in a word of prayer? Would you join me? And let's uh, give this time to the Lord as we uh, want to receive from his word. And so, Lord Jesus, we just come before you this morning. Lord, we worship you. Father in heaven, we worship you. We thank you that you sent your son to save us, uh, to set us free from sin and from death. And we thank you for the gift of salvation. Lord, I thank you that there is nothing in and of ourselves to earn or work or deserve salvation. Lord, it's all of grace. It's all of mercy, Lord. All of salvation is your work in our hearts and in our lives. And today, Jesus, we just open up our hearts to you, Lord. We want to receive from you, Lord. We want to worship you. And as we come to your word, Lord, we're thankful that, that the Bible is not a normal book, Lord. It's a living book. It's a living word. It's, it's a love letter from God to his creation to tell about his great salvation story and plan. And Jesus, this morning, we just want to open our hearts up to you and receive from your word. And as we think on Resurrection Sunday and, and, and all that happened those, those years ago when you were raised from the dead, Lord, we, we prayed that there would be a resurrection in our own hearts, in our own lives, Lord, that you'd bring forth new life in us. 
Lord, I pray uh, that you would just speak to us through your word. And so, Lord, thankful that we can gather together. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, the, the slide for the sermon is going to come up on the page there. The sermon this morning is called Living Hope. We live in a day when people need hope. And so I'm going to get you to turn in your Bibles to 1 Peter. 1 Peter, we're going to do something odd for CTK. I mean, this isn't the usual thing. We're looking at one single verse this morning. Isn't that crazy? You know, usually we're chapter by chapter, book by book. We just started last week a series in Joshua. And we're going to set Joshua down for a week. And we're going to be in, back in Joshua chapter 2 next week. But right now we want to go to 1 Peter chapter 3. And I want to read to you this verse. If you'd follow along with me, it's going to be on your screen. It says this. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Christ, of Jesus Christ from the dead. It's one verse, so let's read it one more time. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. This is Peter that writes this. This is the Apostle Peter, and, and we opened up this morning, and we spent some time in this passage, actually, during our sunrise service, back in, in um, Luke 24, uh, and we read about the resurrection, and we read about uh, what happened with Peter, how Peter marveled. And I, and I said to the church this morning that Peter came to some conclusions about Jesus Christ. And we want to draw from these and see what Peter learned about the resurrection and about Jesus and about his Father in heaven from the scripture. And the first thing he says is this, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He says this, we need to praise God for salvation. We need to worship God for Jesus. We need to praise God that he has redeemed us, that he has delivered us, that he has saved us, and he has set us free from bondage and slavery to sin. Praise be to God that he has given us salvation in Jesus. We need to worship. That's what Peter says. When we think about the resurrection, when we think about Jesus coming to life again, our first response is this, church. We should worship the Father in heaven. You know, Jesus, everything that he did was always for the glory of his Father. And so the right response is that we would worship the Father in heaven. Because, you know, I want to tell you about God. God is good. The scripture tells us over and over again that, that God is good, that God is the source. The Father is the source of goodness. And in his goodness and in his love and in his heart for his creation, he did this. He sent his son, Jesus, to save us. And Peter said it was an act of mercy. And in this act of mercy, it allowed for this to happen. You and I could be born again. Born again, that's an interesting, that's like a real, you know, we, we use this, this talk in church. We say Christianese, like we speak another language. To say born again, that's Christianese. So let me, let me explain that. See, John chapter 3 tells us, the story about a man, he was a religious leader, a Pharisee in, in Jerusalem who came to Jesus. And he came to Jesus by night because he was interested in Jesus. He was interested in checking out Jesus, but he was afraid of what people would think if he admitted that he was a follower of Jesus. 
So Nicodemus snuck in the night, just like some of you are a little bit nervous if you make a decision to follow Jesus. So it's pretty safe to navigate online where nobody can see you. So that's cool. You can come to Jesus by night. <laughs> and so Nicodemus came to Jesus and he said this to him. He said, Rabbi, teacher, I, I know that you are a teacher from God because nobody can do the signs and the things that you're doing unless God has sent him. And Jesus said to Nicodemus, he said this. He said, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus said, what? Born again? How can a man be born again when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb? And Jesus answered him and said, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. It's interesting, you think about that. Jesus said, Nicodemus, you've got to be born again. Nicodemus said, what? Yeah, Nicodemus, you've got to be born again. Jesus never said to Nicodemus, you know, Nicodemus, let's just make an adjustment to your life. Let's just tweak this. He didn't say to him, you know, let's slightly alter the direction that you're going and we'll just make a little adjustment to the path and then you'll be good. He didn't say to Nicodemus, Nicodemus, You know, you should just start going to church. Nicodemus, you should amend your ways. You should just modify your life. You know, you just need a little bit of a recalibration, Nicodemus, and you'll be all good. You'll be able to see the kingdom of heaven. Maybe, Nicodemus, if we just hemmed those pants of yours. Maybe, Nicodemus, if we trimmed your beard a little bit, then you would understand the kingdom of God. Or, Nicodemus, if we signed you up for hair club for men, then if we just made that adjustment in your life, Nicodemus, you'll be on the right path and you will inherit eternal life. That makes me think of the Queen of the North. You know, BC Ferris, Queen of the North, that was just a slight adjustment in course and they hit a rock and went down. Now, Jesus said this to Nicodemus. He said, Nicodemus, truly, truly, I say to you, truly, Nicodemus, I'm not messing around. This is the truth. Unless a man is born again, He will not see the kingdom of heaven. Unless a man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. You have to be born again. That's the the key language there that Jesus used. And born again, wow, that's like I said, that's Christianese. That statement, born again, that phrase, that's, that's very unique to Christianity. That's very unique to the Christian faith. See, the idea of being born again isn't found in psychology. The idea of being born again isn't found in psychiatry. They don't teach in elementary school that you need to be born again. Guess what? They don't teach in university that you need to be born again. No, those schools of thought, psychology and psychiatry and elementary school and university, those schools of thought and those institutions say you need education. You need training. You need discipline. Or maybe you need treatment. You need counseling. Yeah, I know there's some of you out there. You need counseling <laughs> like I do. No, you need, you need counseling or you need to grow personally. You need to have some personal growth. And I would tell you, look, the word of God's not against those things. I mean, those are all wonderful and good things. In fact, the Bible has much to say about wise counsel. The Bible has a lot to say about getting educated and being trained and having discipline for spiritual growth. There's a lot of emphasis on such things in the word of God. But those things in the Bible all come after this first instruction. 
And the first instruction is this. First things first, you got to be born again. You have to be born again. The word of God is excellent enough in its counsel that it does not demand that a tree produce fruit until the root is right. Until the root of the tree is right. And the gospel, the, the Bible always deals with the root of the tree so that the fruit of the tree is the right fruit. I would say this, it's like running a race. You can't talk about the finish line unless you're first truthful with regards to the starting line. You got to be truthful about the starting line. The Bible says you have to deal with the spiritual genesis. You have to deal with the beginning. There must be a transformation. That's what I would call it, a transformation through new birth. Through new birth. Like, think about it this way. Thorn bushes don't produce grape clusters. Thorn, think about that. Thorn bushes don't produce grape clusters. You know, it doesn't matter. You could go to your house and build a great big trellis and make it all beautiful and have this nice backyard all set up and plant your thorn bush. But even if the trellis is beautiful, the thorn bush is never going to produce grape clusters. You could trim it. You could train it so it grows how you want it to grow. But the thorn bush is never going to produce grapes. Or think about this. Let me say it this way. You can't get blood out of a stone. You heard that saying before. You can't get blood out of a stone. You can cut a stone. You could, you could smash a stone. The stonemason can, can take a hammer and he can shape the stone and he can trim the stone and he can put it into whatever shape that he wants to fit whatever he is building. But there is something you can never do with a stone. You can never get blood out of a stone. And here's the point I want you to think about. The thing that, that I want you to understand. Jesus said you have to be born again and you need to know this. The natural cannot produce the spiritual. Like a thorn bush can't produce a grape and like a stone can't produce blood. The natural man cannot produce the spiritual man. Well, you can take a natural man. You can take a fleshly man and you can train him. You can culture him and teach him how to hold his knife and fork properly. You can educate him. You can discipline him. You can send him off to some school, to some university. You can even hand that natural man over to evolutionary processes if you believe in that stuff. But here's what you can never do. The natural cannot produce the spiritual. And Jesus said, you must be born again. He said, in fact, you will never see the kingdom of God unless you are born of the spirit. Unless you're born of the spirit. Now that might bug you. As I say those things, you might say to me, no, 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 Matt, you're wrong. That's not right. You just need the right education. You just need training from the right institution. You just need to go on the right pilgrimage. You know, you just make the right spiritual pilgrimage and you, and you work harder and you put effort in and you can transform the natural man. You just give that man the right knowledge 
And human beings, give them the right knowledge and a human being can realize their unleashed potential. But you fail to understand something if that's what you're thinking. You fail to understand that if the seed has been corrupted, listen, picture a seed. If the seed has been corrupted, the growth will always be crooked. If the seed has been corrupted, the growth will always be a perversion. Let me explain that. You ever heard of Monsanto? <laughs> I'm sure you have. I mean, we all don't like big corporations like Monsanto. I mean, Monsanto, over the last uh, number of decades, is one of those faces of corporate evil out there. Because what have they done? They've taken the seed of farmers and they've corrupted the seed. And they corrupted the seed so that they can control it. They've genetically modified it. They produce food, and we call them what kind of food? GMOs. And so we go to the grocery store, and we say, I don't want GMO stuff. I want the organic stuff. Because I know with the GMOs, the seed is corrupted. It's been perverted. It's been made crooked. It's, it's not how it's, it was, it's not in its original form. It's, it's been twisted. And it's not, it's not how it was originally designed to be. There's been a perversion to this seed. And I want to tell you, I want to tell you, this is important. Listen to this. That's you and me, my friends. That's you and me. You yourself have been genetically modified and you have been corrupted by sin. That's what the Bible says. That sin has corrupted you. And you might say, no, 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 not me. I, I have not been corrupted. No, I haven't. Don't say that about me. Well, my friends, I want to tell you that the Bible says that the one who created you says, the one who designed you, he says otherwise. He knows the seed in its original form. He's the creator of the seed. He knows if the seed has been corrupted. And he says, you've been corrupted. That's what the word of God says. Say, no, 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 Matt, no, no. I'm a good person. I am of righteous seed. I'm good seed. I'm non-GMO. <laughs> That's what you might say. I'm a, no, 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 I'm non-GMO. And, and then you say, well, okay, well let's, well, let's see if there is a little bit of corruption. I can be purified. You know, I was thinking about that. Can you clean the seed? Can you purify the seed? Can a seed be brought back to its original form? Look at I would say this. If all you needed was purification, then this whole government-mandated isolation and quarantine, it would have produced purity in you. It would have produced in you holiness. You, you, you've been separated from other people. I mean, maybe some of you have been separated from the workplace. You've been separated from the community. Some of you have withdrawn into total isolation. Total isolation from many of the things maybe that, that you love and from other people. Hey, I got a picture of a guy I love. It's going to come up on the screen real quick. Do you recognize this guy? Is he up there on the screen? Who's that? The Hulkster. Hulk Hogan. Okay, is it back on me now? Is it back on me? Hulk Hogan. Do you know what a Hulkster is? A Hulkster is a Hulk Hogan fan, man. And I tell you, in the 80s, I was a Hulkster. And, and I knew about the pythons, and I knew these moves right here. Whoa! 
You want to know what the Hulkster said? You want to know what Hulk Hogan said recently? He said this, in just a few short months, just like 